Hello and welcome to the Ideology Podcast. I'm Dr. Tim Ziddle, at Dr. Tim Ziddle on Instagram, and this is my weekly podcast where I create informative and short episodes designed to make personal growth and development fun again so you can cut the learning curve and become the best version of yourself while creating success at any level. Here we go. Hello, everybody. I am so excited to be back, and that's because this topic that we're going to talk about today is one of the most impactful things I ever learned that helped me not only succeed in business, it's helped me succeed in my relationships, it's helped me succeed in in my freedom, in my ability to do more things, experience more things, and I can't wait to share this with you. One of the most common questions I get asked is how did you build such successful businesses in such a short period of time? And I will tell you what we're going to talk about today is going to break that down. And what I love most about this topic is we're not only going to talk about all the things you should do, I'm actually going to throw in some bonus things that you shouldn't do, okay? Before I dive into that, though, I will tell you this episode's probably going to run a little bit longer. So make sure, I know most of our episodes run about 12 to 15 minutes. My goal is to keep it under that time, but just in case we go a little over, give me just a little bit of grace if you can, because I believe the content for this conversation is that valuable that you're going to want to know what to do and what not to do when it comes to what we're about to talk about, and that, of course, is all centered around the concept of networking. Now, I love just getting the negative stuff right out of the way, so we're going to talk about what not to do first, and then we'll talk about the things to do, but before we do that, I want you to know some of the ways that networking has benefited me, and I know how networking can benefit you too. The reason why I'm so passionate about networking and explaining and educating people on the importance of networking and how to do it is because, let's be honest, networking has become kind of a dirty word, you know? I'm sure we've all had that friend and 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 that friend, you know, gets really really excited and they get really really involved in a new business opportunity and all of a sudden they want to sit down with you and have coffee and that's when they des- decide that they're going to start networking and again, you know, that's, you know, the concept of network marketing and and here's why I love what we're going to talk about today because there's network marketers out there that are doing it right. However, a few bad apples can, in fact, spoil the whole bunch. And I know that now, you know, like I said, networking has become a dirty word, especially in business circles, because so many people have committed these crucial errors. And because of that, it's completely ruined their ability to network. It's ruined their reputation in the community. And it can even have a bad effect on your business or your profession, your, your sphere, your, your, um, you know, your specific niche. Uh, in terms of the market that you're working outside of. So what my hope is, is that after this episode, you're going to know exactly what to do, what not to do. But here's how networking has benefited me. Number one, networking has allowed me to create relationships with people that have benefited my life from the standpoint of knowledge and wisdom in ways I could have never imagined. I have been able to rub elbows with some of the most successful people in the country. We're talking about people that are running multi-million dollar businesses, people that are running Fortune 500 companies, and to be able to sit down at tables with these people and to have unfettered access to their wisdom and their ability to influence other people, their ability to communicate, and their ability to build successful businesses and successful relationships, that has come as a result of good networking. 
Another thing networking has allowed me to do is obviously build successful businesses myself. Started out with the first practice I was a part of, which I obviously didn't open or start, but we were able with a, a, a huge effort from our team, we were able to, to pretty much double a practice in the space of two years, um, which is almost unheard of for an established chiropractic office. Then I went and opened up two chiropractic offices, one in Ohio, one here in Colorado, and both of those took off. They were two of the fastest growing practices in the state within just 12 to 18 months of being open. How did we do it? We did it through starting out with very, very specifically geared networking and very healthy networking habits. In addition to that, just from a personal freedom and fun standpoint, networking has allowed me to do some of the most incredible things like take trips that I would have never been able to go on while paying very little to nothing for those trips. It's allowed me to go behind the scenes and take my dad behind the scenes at Auburn University to go under the stadiums and see where they were putting together the uh, athletic equipment and, and keeping up with the jerseys and the coaches and the locker rooms and all those things that I, I would have never been able to get access to. It's allowed me to go behind the scenes at the Columbus Zoo and be able to meet a snow leopard and hold a baby kangaroo and, and see, you know, baby cheetahs and pet a penguin, you know, all of these things that, again, I should have never been able to do. Networking adds huge benefit to people's lives. And I think that it's time to, to debunk the fact that networking can be for your own personal gain. I think that there's certain people out there that look at networking as if you're not sacrificing yourself and making a martyr of yourself for only for the benefit of other people, then you're not networking properly. And I just don't agree with that. I think that when you're a great networker, it's going to allow you to leverage not only making a bigger impact on the people you're networking with, but I think it's also going to add a ton of value to your life. It's going to help you get more of what you want by helping other people get what you want. When you are a great networker, you are going to be looked at as an influencer in your community. Not necessarily even because of what you can do for people, but because of how you connect people with what they're looking for. And so whether you're an entrepreneur like me, whether you work in the corporate world, or whether you're just a stay-at-home mom or dad, I really believe that these tips we're about to dive into are going to be hugely valuable for you. So let's jump right in. The first thing we're going to talk about are the things you shouldn't do when you're networking. The first thing I'm going to point out when you shouldn't, what you shouldn't do when networking is you should not be an on-again, off-again networker. Consistency is key when it comes to networking. Relationships are long-lasting. They take a long time to build and they last for a long time. And so you can't look at a networking relationship for the short sale or for the short play. You will almost always leave people feeling alienated, uncared for, and like a product rather than a person that was worth spending time with. I will tell you that one of the most important concepts when it comes to networking is showing up day after day after day. You do not have to be the flash in the pan where you're an overnight sensation and everybody, you know, you catch everyone's eye when you enter the room, but you only do it for a month. That's not going to get you a win when it comes to networking. You have to show up consistently week after week and meeting after meeting and day after day to where you build a reputation in the community to the point where you're a household name. And even then, while you can maybe necessarily not network all day every day as a professional networker, you're still going to need to keep a consistent presence in the community, whether that's you personally or the team you've helped to build so that you don't lose that influence and you don't lose those pivotal relationships. You have to be consistent when it comes to networking. 
The second thing that I would say you should avoid doing when it comes to networking is only connecting online. I know we live in a society where virtual connections and virtual platforms have become really the thing of the day. But I'm going to tell you, when it comes to really building relationships, you cannot get to know a a, a deep sense of who a person is without going the old-fashioned way, without going the grassroots way. And I know that I'm probably going to speak quite in contrast to a lot of different professionals and a lot of different quote-unquote experts in the field of networking. And I'm still going to do it anyways because this is what has worked for me and that's what you're listening to this podcast for. I don't have a lot of expertise when it comes to LinkedIn or Facebook or social media or how to make connections purely through those platforms. And if someone else does, you're more than welcome to listen to them and and learn from them. But the one thing that I know that I can do best is shake hands and kiss babies, show up in a new community and connect with people the old-fashioned way. Look people in the eye, tell them who you are, and then ask them questions to get to know a little bit more about them in the community. And we'll talk a little bit more about that in a second. But don't just friend people on Facebook and then seek to build, you know, all uh, an entire networking relationship only online and then go for the sale. I can't tell you enough how many times it's put a bad taste in my mouth that someone will friend me on a social platform and then I get a Facebook message from them. And the very first message, they haven't even told me a little bit about themselves. They haven't even connected with me to find out a little bit more about me and my life. They're already going into this, their sales pitch. Not a good way for success, and that's not a really good networking tactic if you ask me. The third thing, and maybe the the most important thing when it comes to networking, is don't make it all about you. I'm going to tell you right now, one of the biggest turnoffs when it comes to networking is a me monster, a one-upper, somebody that when you walk into any conversation, you know it's pretty much just going to be the them show, okay? So don't be that person. And I, again, I know it's really, really difficult because people might ask you questions and if they do, it's okay to talk about yourself, but don't control the conversation only with things about you. We're gonna talk uh, in a little bit about things to do while networking, about how to ask better questions and really make conversations about other people. That's gonna get you a lot farther than only talking about what's important to you or how you show up or what you do well or you know, really all the things that you want to get out of that relationship. Another thing that's really important not to do when networking is to make the conversation negative. I can't tell you the amount of times I've really been concerned when I've been in a networking conversation with someone I've just met or met recently. Maybe this is the second or third time I've met them and they're already talking badly about somebody or they're talking badly about their job or they're talking about all the things they hate about this or that. There's That's a really, really quick way to turn people off and, and not a really good way to, to get success or build successful relationships with people. And the last thing I'll say not to do uh, for, for networking purposes is don't neglect to follow up. I think that there's a lot of people out there that have a really, really good connection with someone. They have a really, really good conversation with someone. And if you don't follow up with that person, maybe through a handwritten card, because again, I'm old fashioned, or maybe that's when you connect with them on social media or online, just to follow up, to shoot them a text or a message and say, hey, it was so great to meet you. I enjoyed talking about you know this, this, and this. That's a really, really great way to cement that relationship. But there's a lot of people that will have a really great connection or conversation, and then there's no follow up. And whether you promise that person you were going to connect with them, or even more importantly, if you didn't promise that person, you should definitely still follow up with them, Okay. Now let's talk about the things that you should do while networking. Ugh, tired of being a Debbie Downer. Let's jump right into here's the keys. Here's the ways to crush it as a networker. Number one, 
Again, going back to my first point that you shouldn't do, I think that the grassroots, guerrilla-style, old-fashioned network marketing where you walk into someone's storefront, shake their hand, look them in the eye, and introduce yourself is one of the best ways to network with people. And one of the reasons why I believe that so so passionately is because it's so countercultural right now. There is no better way to stand out and set yourself apart than to be the person that is a real human being in a world where everything's virtual. And so I'll give you an example of one of the ways I've done this really successfully with different practices or even with different you know, networking relationships through conferences and, and business connections. I walk up to them, I introduce myself. Hey, I'm Tim. You know, and maybe I'm, I'm, I'm networking for my practice here in this example. I, I would say, hey, I'm brand new in town. I'm here to, to start a chiropractic practice. And I, I was just wondering, you know, I've heard amazing things about Parker, Colorado. What do you love about it? What do you love about living here? What's your favorite part of the town? And then when that person tells me, then I'll start to ask them questions about their business. Do you own the business? How long have you been here? Have you worked here a while? What do you love about your job? Do you get to meet nice people? And that's how you start all those questions that I have dialed up, just wanting to know more and more about them. You can see the light come into their faces. They get so excited about talking about the things that are important to them. And they love you in return for doing that. And then I finish off the conversation by asking the most important question. If you only get one thing from this podcast episode, this question single-handedly will help you unlock more doors, will help you leverage more relationships and build more success than anything else I'll talk about on this entire episode. And I end the conversation with this question here. Who do you know that I should know? And wrapping up that way does two things. Number one, it gives them the ability to speak what they believe is wisdom into my life. To, for, to, for, it gives them permission to connect me with the people that they care about. And then it helps me know exactly where I need to go next. I make a list of those people that they say I should know. And those are the people I'll then reach out to. And that's where the second thing you should do when networking comes into play, and that's called leverage. Really, really good networkers will leverage what they know and what they found out to create better relationships in a shorter period of time. Think of it as working smarter, not harder. If I've just come from talking with Fred at the candy store at the beginning of Main Street and the person that Fred said I should know is the restaurant owner four doors down named Joe, the very first place I'm going to go next is I'm going to go talk to Joe. And I'm going to say, Joe, it is so great to meet you. I just came from Fred's candy store and Fred did not have enough good things to say about you and your restaurant and your standing in the community. Man, he just talked you up so highly. And I thought, man, I'm new in town. Like, I got to meet this Joe guy. Joe, like, it's so great to meet you. You know, like, tell me a little bit more about your business and how you're impacting lives in the community. Holy cow. I can't tell you guys enough. If you're listening to this podcast, how much that simple uh, concept of leveraging has impacted my ability to build relationships with people. Number one, Joe is going to feel like a total rock star because Fred talked him up so much. And he's going to feel like a rock star because I wanted to get to know him because I see him as somebody that's important in the community. In addition to that, Joe's going to go to Fred later and Joe's going to say, Fred, thanks man for sending Tim my way and thanks for all the nice stuff you said about me. So now I've built a better relationship between Joe and Fred and I'm going to become known as the guy, me, Tim, is going to be known as the guy that's helping people build better relationships and speaking well of people. This is how you start to build an incredible networking relationship. The third thing that you're going to do is as you start to introduce yourself and then you're leveraging those connections, you're going to start to build that consistency. Over the weeks, 
maybe every couple of weeks, I'm going to check back in with Fred. I'm going to check back in with Joe and say, hey, man, it's been a couple weeks since I've seen you last. What's new? How's life going? Right? Just like you would with a friend or a coworker, you got to check in on people. And I'm you don't want to do it too much. I'm not saying you do it every day or every couple of days, unless it's a coffee shop or a place you're going to go regularly. But with that, you do want to have consistent contact with these individuals. And then you will make two, three, maybe even four touch points with them before you're going to leverage again. And that's going to be where you leverage them maybe coming to an event you're holding. Maybe they're coming to a workshop you're putting on. Maybe they're coming to a party you're organizing, right? In my office, we do all of those things. We hold parties, we hold events, we hold community cookouts, all these different things. And that might be where I leverage those connections and those relationships. And I go back to Joe and Fred and say, hey guys, like I freaking love doing life with you guys. And heck, I want you guys come party with us, come have a cookout with us. Would you be willing to come to my cookout? And that's where they get to come do something for me where maybe the door opens for me to talk to them about what I'm passionate about, chiropractic or another service or another another business idea that I had. In the meantime, this is where I think social media can be a huge tool. After I make that initial connection with someone, that grassroots connection where I'm looking them dead in the eye and I'm saying, I'm Tim. It's so great to meet you. Tell me a little bit more about yourself. I want to know more about this community. I'm so excited to live here. I'm brand new in town, whatever that looks like. you know. And you don't want to make it up. If you're not new in town, you might just say, hey, I'm new to, to networking in this area. I'm new to getting to know people in this area if it's an area you haven't been in before. Or maybe you just say, man, I've never had a chance to get to know people in this area, but I've heard so many good things about it. I just want to get to know these people a little bit better, right? From there, then you reach out to them on social media. Then you friend them on Facebook. And what you can do is Facebook has this unique tool where you can organize your friends list. And you can literally create different designations for these people you're meeting in the community. And maybe you have a, you know, maybe you have a downtown Parker, you know, business friend community. And as you friend these people on Facebook and social media, you add them to these friends lists. And then when your business or, or your outreach or, or you know, your um, community has an event, has a, a sale, has a, you know, something that you would like to offer to these people you've built relationships with, all you have to do is go on Facebook, click that friends list, and those are the people you're going to invite. It's become very, very easy to, to make these target demographics. And I don't want to get too far into the weeds. We can obviously talk about more of the details. Just hit me up on the private messages. But with that, the, the combination of building relationships with people and then leveraging those relationships to build relationships with other people and then the consistency of following up with those people, these are all things that are going to make better relationships. And I'm going to wrap this all up and tie it with a bow by saying this. One of my favorite quotes is people won't remember what you said. They may not remember what you did, but people will always remember the way you made them feel. One of the most important parts of networking is your ability to make someone else feel cared for. And if your focus is always on adding value to them, if your focus is always on creating good situations for them, speaking well of them, looking to connect with their friends and speak well of them to their friends or speak well of their friends to them, 
looking for ways to promote their business in the community by maybe promoting them on your social media account. We did small business spotlights where I would go to people I connected with and I would say, hey, I just want to help you do better. So let me take a picture of you in your workplace and I'm going to post you on my social media page and tell people about the work that you're doing and all the cool stuff you're a part of right? Looking for ways to make people feel cared for, make them feel connected. This is how you're going to win with networking. Now, if you're somebody that likes to walk into the room and you're scared of your own shadow, I know networking can be pretty scary. But if you're willing to put yourself out there, if you're willing to not just throw business cards at people and hope they call you, if you're willing to really ask people true and genuine questions about their life and always have things dialed up to talk more about them so that you get to the end of every conversation and they say, holy cow, I I didn't even get to hear about you. That's a win. You're winning with networking. You're building relationships. People in your community are going to love you. And in turn, they're going to support you. They're going to look for ways to build you up. They're going to look for ways to do fun things for you. And that's when you all win. Networking has been a huge gift to me and I hope this episode is a huge gift to you. Get out there, get to know some new people, network with some people, try these things out and shoot me a message and let me know how it went for you. I can't wait to connect with you soon. We got some more exciting stuff coming up. You did it. You reached the end and hopefully you're one conversation, one episode closer to that breakthrough, to that success that you've been searching for. Again, you can like it, love it, share it, subscribe, whatever you want to do. I'm just grateful that you're here along for the ride and I look forward to seeing you on the next episode.